Hey everyone, this is Rose and welcome back to the plantation. Hey y'all, I'm just getting off of a 12-hour shift at the number one golf course in Texas. Um, What a great day and I just want to say that working outside every single morning, I wake up at 4 a.m., I get to work before the sun rises, all the stars are still out. I always spend a good, I don't know, like two or three minutes Every morning, drinking my coffee and looking up at the stars, uh, educating the guys on the crew, the Mexican guys, about the Big Dipper and a little bit of astrology facts, a little bit of American history, just bonding with them in the brisk mornings out here, watching the deer and coyotes run over the golf course, uh, checking the sand traps to see like what tracks, what animals have been through. There's plenty of alligators and Gray foxes, which are like red foxes, but smaller and just absolutely adorable. Um, The drive into work every morning, I will say, out here in the country, uh, just about every day I pray to whatever God (laughs) to allow me to get to work safely without hitting a deer because the deer are everywhere. They are in great numbers out here. And down here in Texas, the deer are much smaller than they are in New York. I would say they're about half the size. Where I'm from in western New York, in the Buffalo area, an average deer will fucking wreck your car. I mean, I don't even know how many pounds, probably 200 plus pounds each, you know. And down here, they're they're closer to like 150 maybe, um, not even getting up to 200 pounds. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I just had a blissful first three weeks at work, um, working almost every day. And like I said, I just truly enjoy watching over the, there's a river on the golf course. The golf course is absolutely beautiful, but the steam coming off the river every morning, I like to take pictures and post them on my Instagram pictures of the greens, uh, coming soon. I'm going to be posting more photos of the crew and what we're doing at work just because I think that golf course maintenance is actually very interesting. And if you are a golfer, I think it's important to know what all goes into maintaining those beautiful places that you enjoy. And fun fact, uh, golf courses are the third largest pollutant on the planet, just because it takes diesel and gas machines to maintain the equipment. All the chemicals that we use on the golf course is actually really bad for the environment. So I'm kind of conflicted as a horticulturist, more of a uh, permaculturist, excuse me, um, working at a place that is so bad for the environment. And a lot of golfers, like my sugar daddy that used to take me golfing, he used to say like, oh, he likes being in nature, so he likes golfing. Well, if you truly love nature, you probably shouldn't be golfing because, (laughs) like I said, it is so, so, so bad for the environment, but... Today, uh, I was working on irrigation in the morning, and then I raked all the bunkers on the entire course, so it took me about four hours to rake all the bunkers. We've got like 40 or 50 bunkers on the course, and then I was doing sod with the guys. I was doing grass, so resodding an area, it's really fucking hard, and I was working really hard, and the guys are constantly telling me to slow down. Which is good because that means that I'm working hard. And the harder I work, the less shit that they can talk about me. So 
I've just been keeping a clean nose as far as my bosses are concerned, staying away from the white people and making sure that there's no inappropriate relationships because I'm going to treat this differently than my other golf course. Although my, like I said, my natural inclination or my natural, I guess, desire <laughs> instinct is to fuck my boss. I'm going to try like hell not to. I just still, I feel it coming, feel it coming in the air. When you ignore somebody, like I've been giving them the silent treatment, my bosses, I feel like that makes them want me more. So maybe this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'll keep you guys posted on all of that. <sighs> Who knows? But it's just serene watching the sunrise every morning. And like I said, please follow me on Instagram if you're interested in seeing just some natural beauty. Um, it's been a lot more golf-related content as opposed to sugar baby-related content. Uh, <laughs> but getting back to the sugar lifestyle, there is a sugar daddy in Houston. We have been talking for the past, like, two weeks or so on SeekingArrangement.com. He is married but looking. He says he's a doctor. He says he's rich and all that jazz. And he says he's looking for someone, that romantic spark. He's looking for someone that he can think about all day and, you know, be longing for and just like a everyone's looking to fall in love you know but no one's looking to stay in love so I guess my priorities are kind of changing I'm just not exhilarated by the thought of hooking up with rich guys anymore I don't know it doesn't really do it for me now that I have everything I want quite literally the ranch and my truck and a job that I love and a sense of community and belonging I don't necessarily feel the need to throw myself at a rich guy just because he's rich because sugar babies you need to remember just because you're fucking a rich guy doesn't mean that you're rich you're still a broke bitch at the end of the day and he's still gonna go home to his wife yeah so <sighs> like I said I've just been working on me and we built a new coop for the chickens one of them escaped the other morning, gave me a goddamn heart attack when I came home from work because she was outside her cage. So chicken are flocking fowl, so she stayed close to the pen. And my animals, since I've raised them uh, since birth, essentially, they come when I call them. So I don't know any other chickens on the planet that will come to their owner when they call them. But I always feel like kind of Dr. Doolittle, you know, with animals. I've always been really in tune with animals and of the eight different kinds of animal or excuse me of the eight different kinds of human intelligence that are confirmed an animal intelligence is one of them which I feel like I am skilled in <laughs> uh, I have an aptitude for animal intelligence so anyway um that's just kind of like the home life on the farm we're going to take a super quick commercial break and when we come back we're going to talk about my favorite daddy my big daddy my one and only and my old boss that uh, hit me up the other day. So be right back after these messages. And we're back, y'all. I just cracked a beer, chilling out after work, talking to y'all. And uh, today I was sexting Big Daddy while I was at work. I was texting him. And we're going to get together sometime next week. Our anniversary, our one-year anniversary is coming up. Me and my Cajun boot thing, my big daddy, right before his 64th birthday. <laughs> um, last year, we 
I guess, kind of got together. We're not dating, so I, I don't even know if it's really an anniversary. It's more of like a sex anniversary. So we have some nice things planned. Might go to a sex club. But we're definitely going to see each other, have a nice little dinner, some drinks, and just do what we do best, which is fuck each other's brains out for hours on end. I'm so excited. I miss him. I love him. And I can't wait to see him. Uh, as mentioned prior, my old superintendent from the golf course, he was texting me the other day. And he said, how's my favorite irrigator? Because I am a licensed Texas State irrigator. Uh, so I just sent him a current photo. A damn good one. Like, I, you know, all dolled up in a dress and makeup and whatnot. And he said, oh, my favorite irrigator has less clothes on. So then I sent him a picture of, like, me in some red panties. Um, you know. And he goes, oh, my favorite irrigator has less clothes on than that. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to fucking send you a nudie photo. I haven't seen him, my old superintendent. I haven't fucked him in, like, I don't know, a year and a half. So, no, I'm not just going to give you free picture i'll send you a picture of somebody else's titties you fucking but i have a giant tattoo on my boobs (laughs) or on my chest so not on my boobs on my chest so it'd be pretty obvious if i sent him a text of somebody else's titties (laughs) that's the that's the downfalls of having a giant chest piece tattoo i have a big red rose with um two swallows from the navy so i can't exactly google titties and send those photos to other people (laughs) Um, but he was texting me. He definitely wants to see me again, which I wouldn't mind seeing him. I mean, he is also a Cajun. Blew my mind. He was crazy, though, my old superintendent. Um, when we would get together, like, the last time that we fucked, it was just that sexy throw me against the wall, put your gun against my pussy lips and threaten to pull the trigger, just, like, violent sexy, but in a good way. All consensual, all totally cool. Enjoyed it very much. Um, yeah, I would love to see him again. I mean, from from the second that I saw him, his name is Kevin. From the second that I saw Kevin, I knew that I was attracted to him. And we have this crazy chemistry, just aggressive, flammable kind of lust for each other. And he and I are like, we're not like fire and gasoline. We're like C4 and fucking dynamite just boom boom when we get together when one of us goes off the other one does it's so sexy and he's such a man and it's so attractive when a man is a man and when you work like I do I work really really hard with all guys um who tell me constantly that they've never seen a white person let alone a white girl do what I do on a daily basis it's really hard for me to respect men with the soft hands and just paper men you know that crumble so for me to find a man that I find attractive, it's actually real, it's a real struggle. It's really difficult because both Big Daddy and my old superintendent, they're fucking men. Man, mm, he knew how to treat a woman. And, I'm, and there was a quote from our president, President Trump, when it says like, oh, just grab him by the pussy. And everybody freaked out. They're like, oh my God, that's such a terrible thing to say. But I don't, there was a certain, there are, there is something to be said about when a man acts like a man and takes what he wants because he, you know, like, mm. as long as it's consensual, I like, there's something very, very deeply intimate about the dominant uh, type male. 
you know, and so there's like a submissive woman and a dominant man. It's just something deeply intimate about it. There's a trust and a respect that goes so deep that I enjoy sexually. Um, obviously, that's the only thing I like. Because quite frankly, when a man acts like a boy, then you might as well be a girl. And I've eaten pussy. It's not my favorite. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. There's just something, like I said, something to be said about when a man acts like a man. So fucking goddamn sexy. Sometimes, I'm, fellas out there, if you're listening, if your woman is acting kind of bitchy or if she's, you know, bickering or hounding you too much or nagging you or whatever, just fucking shove a deck in her mouth. Like, that's probably all she wants. She just wants to get her brains fucked out. Maybe you need to start acting like a man. Maybe your dick hasn't been hard enough. Maybe you haven't been aggressive enough. Sometimes you just need to choke a bitch and fucking hammer fuck her with your cock. Like, that's what we want. That's what you're here for. I mean, if I wanted to just fuck a dildo, shit, I've got one of those. I've got a vibrator. I'm not interested in that. I want somebody to fucking take me and rock my fucking world and pull my hair and spit in my mouth. Fucking, ah. That's what I need. And that's what Big Daddy does. And that's what Kevin did. So... That's what I like. And yeah, uh, Kevin's, I think, 50, maybe 51 these days. Like I said, Big Daddy's a little older, (laughs) but got about 13 years on Kevin. But yeah, I think that men my age, they're just pussies and they don't know how to act like men. They don't know what women really want. But there's such, I mean, it's not even a fine line. You need to know your partner. You need to be really in tune with your sexual partner, whoever he or she is. And you need to know what they want from you. And if I'm being a bitch, it's because I need to get fucked. Like, that's what I need. Some people, you know, don't need the same thing. There's plenty of women that love being like the dominatrix type. And they love those little bitch boys. Me personally, I've had one of them. And like I said recently, a sugar daddy. Um, If you've listened to the pegging episode or I fucked Peggy episode... I fucked him in the ass. I'm like, yeah, you're my little fucking bitch. I don't want that. I don't want, that's not my job. I want to be the bitch. And fuck me. Anyway. God, I'm so horny. It's been so long <laughs> since I've had sex. Uh, normally I like to have sex uh, twice a day, but lately it's been a bit of a dry spell. Couple weeks. It's no fucking bueno for me. Which is why I'm trying to hit up all, all my favorite guys in Houston. Like, hey, what are you doing next week? Let's plan a day. And sex is so much better when you schedule it. You have time. But when you're dating. I mean, when you're married, spontaneous sex is the bee's knees. That's the best thing in the world. Just get home from work. Drop your drawers. Give me that dick. Well, take a shower. <laughs> My signature move is like I'll grab a dude's balls and then I'll touch his face. And if he's grossed out by it, I'm not putting it in my mouth. I'm just saying. And vice versa. With dudes, if you stick your fingers in a chick's pussy and then you go to put your fingers in her mouth, if she is grossed out by it, you probably shouldn't eat it. I'm just saying. Pro tip. You're welcome. Okay, this turned into be a super kinky episode. Holy fuck balls. Well, I guess now you know what I'm thinking about. (laughs) Uh, All day at work with the guys. I work with like 20 guys, Latino guys, mostly from Mexico. They're all mostly family, uncles, fathers, sons. They're all related, cousins. And uh, 
it's like a family environment. But when we work together, there's, you know, when men are men, you're just joking, like sexually joking around with each other all day. Well, I like flashed the guys my sports bra today because they're like, oh, we don't think that your titties are real. So I flashed them. I was like, I got titties right here. <laughs> and they're all like, do it again. And they all pulled their phones out. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> they're so funny. <sighs> anyway, what a night. What a night. Well, now that I'm super horny, I guess I'm just going to go masturbate until I fall asleep. Just kidding. I'm going to pound Michelob Ultras until I fall asleep. Maybe masturbate. <laughs> oh well thanks for listening <laughs> all right whatever you're doing whoever you're doing go have some sex if you're a man go to your partner woman man trans whoever your partner is and just give them that good dick just just grab grab their junk and just fucking shove your dick in their mouth because that's what they want and if you're a lady you need to take it like a woman <laughs> or if you're bottom you need to take it like a man but that's all I have for you today. Just a sexually frustrated video or just a sexually frustrated podcast from out in the country. So I'm going to go back to my chickens in my garden and pounding my Michelob Ultra. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. I love y'all. Rose out.